Ladies, gentlemen, gentle people, gentle gender fluids, gentle unsures, misunderstoods, whoever you are, wherever you are, whenever you are, welcome to episode 13, lucky number 13 of the Couch Winner Podcast. I'm your host. Uh, for legal reasons, you'll have to call me Kigo. And it's a rugby free zone today. Uh, you'd be happy or unhappy to hear, I'm not too sure which. Um, we're going to be talking about politics out out of the frying pan and into the fire uh politics has gone mad again we're, we're here in ireland we're rolling into our general election i'm not talking about american politics that's a a box of mad spanners that we don't need to jump into and it used to be politics used to be like obesity we would say oh look at the americans at least we're not like them we're just as bad here uh and, and that's unfortunate so basically long story short we've got three main political parties and a load of lesser ones um Fianna Fáil, Fianna Gael and Sinn Féin are the top three just in general and then below that you've got all sorts of weird stuff Green Party people before profits all, all these other silly all other silliness okay and even parties you wouldn't have heard heard of um and so much like the yo-yo politics it, it always used to be just between Fianna Fáil and Fianna Gael if you didn't like one you voted for the other if you didn't like the other, you voted for the other. And now um, Sinn Féin, even though they've come in off a local election cycle that got them murdered. If you uh, Wait, should, I, should you be using that phrase with Sinn Féin? Um, they didn't do well, is what I'm saying. And so now because um, the, the marketing of this election is that Ireland is messed up, the government only takes care of rich people, uh, too many homeless, too many people on trolleys, uh, banks get away with everything, all this sort of stuff. This narrative has been been pushed, which is feeding Sinn Féin. Uh, but in reality, Sinn Féin don't want to be in government. Sinn Féin are not a party of driving the car. They're a party of giving out about the car. Do you get what I'm saying? So... Um, the kind of the, the narrative around Fianna Fáil, Fianna Gael is that they're the same. That's fairly fair. Uh, they've propped each other up over the last uh, last couple of years, a couple of cycles. Excuse me, cup of coffee. Now, if you look at the economy, the economy is improving. If you look at the average income, it's improving. But it's not improving for everyone, and this is the issue. Um, you know, it's exactly the same as before. There's a certain segment of the community getting uh solvent getting rich being able to buy houses but like the people who can't never can and that's kind of more obvious the older i get but let's take it one step at a time right uh you look at the homeless crisis it's absolutely shocking uh but then all of this is linked like there are there's been land sold off to developers who are purposely not building as quickly as they could because they know the value of that land will increase when there's more demand for it when you make when you make housing a business it becomes a business that's the problem um now i'm not saying that you don't sell it off obviously we, that income is needed but um if you sold it off with a timeline saying you must have x amount built in the next 10 years at least that gets something moving as opposed to land sitting there or you know ghost estates unfinished or whatever it is they're unfinished because there's no money in finishing them right now or there's triple the money if they finish them in five years. It's a business, and that's the problem. 
Uh, and then if you look at the, the, the trolley crisis and all that sort of stuff, we were in A&E recently. Um, and that's for, for conditions that you need scans, uh, prescriptions and, and being let out, like an some sort of infection, obviously not the coronavirus, but, you know, if there's an infection or, or something like that, or uh, finding out if you have appendicitis and you need the operation, blah, 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 like things like that. Um, all they need to do is have three surgeons on at once. So at any one time, there'd be two of them in surgery and one reviewing scans and giving a diagnosis. And that would speed up. So we were in for three days. She would have been out in, once you get through A&E, which we all know is a tricky thing anyway. No one expects to fly through A&E. Not even Bono would fly through A&E. Maybe you would, pardon me. But once you get that process started, they, you know, the, you sit in A&E, you go to triage, they give you an idea of what, what's wrong. They take the bloods and all that sort of stuff. Once you get through the doors at the back of A&E in Vincent's, if it's something like an infection or if it's something like, uh, you know, a, a broken leg or something like that, like non-life-threatening things, you should be able to get through the system very quickly. And this three revolving surgeon theory or doctor or insert your medical professional here, so the two of them can be doing the job at any one time. There's obviously, there is room, there are theatres there on news, so use them. And then there's one who is who whoever's not in surgery is doing all of this other stuff. Now that's obviously outside of an emergency. So outside of a something crazy, which everything falls down even in the best of best of times. Like if there's a something horrific happens, that's going to be a struggle anyway. But I'm just talking day to day, winter vomiting bug, all this sort of stuff can be managed. That needs to be done. And that would, uh, all the people who are on trolleys, that'd be the last resort. Only the people on trolleys should be there. You know what I mean? It's uh, it's just when you're sitting in it, because when a politician goes in, any of our TDs go in to A&E, they're given a very different experience, so they don't understand. Now, in fairness, I emailed uh, Simon Harris and I said, look, we're in here now, day two. Let me talk you through the situation. And now maybe it was one of his team or whatever, but they got back and kind of accepted the, the information. And, and I just said, look, it's not an attack on anyone. It's not an easy situation for anyone. Um, but this is one way you could you could help speed up the process. So remember where you were when you heard it. Uh, Kigo says more surgeons. That means we pay more surgeons money. That means they spend more money. That's great. That means more people, that their salary goes up and people, more people want to do it. Great. Uh, nurses too. Because it's not fair. They get the, they get the grief because they're on the front lines. But they're, it's like a jigsaw with the, with the beds in there at the moment. So it's, excuse me, coffee. So it's a tricky one. Uh, but, you know, possible. Uh, what else were we looking at? Homeless people. That's, that's a big circle. That's really difficult. Um, but then let's look at, uh, Sinn Féin let's look at all the political parties and what they're doing and I'm going to speak in general terms here because we'd be here all day we don't need that no manifesto tells you how they're going to do anything now the, Sinn Féin for example want to lower taxes and things for the anyone under 30 grand which sounds fantastic because a lot of people are under 30 grand and it's tough been there but and people what people don't understand is if they take if they give something to someone they take it from somebody else. So the idea is we're going to give uh, a tax break, which is a good idea for people who are on that low income. And they're going to just take it from anyone over, I think the figure is 140K. 
which is a lot of money. Okay. And like, you know, to most people, when you say 140K, you go, Jesus, they must be driving a Ferrari. <coughs> Excuse me. They must have six houses and they live in nanny and Botox and boob jobs. When in reality, being rich is not 140K. If you're paying 48% of that, I'm going to do the mathematics here because uh, ordinary level maths, but like 48% is a rough estimation. It could be more, it could be less. I'm just saying 48. So let's do this. 140000 divided by 100. I'm just doing the maths live so that they can uh, 48. So on 140 grand, they would be paying 67,200 in tax. Now, if you're earning 30 grand, that sounds like a lot of money. So the way I say it is break it down. If for every tenner you have in your pocket, four, what is it, 470 is just taken out. How would you feel? Because when we think about it in big figures like this, and that's what Sinn Féin do, they, they throw big figures. Like they're happy to take increases in their salary. They're happy to um, give out about the pension age increasing in the Republic, but they're, they're ha also happy to push it higher in Northern Ireland. So we, we, have to, we have to watch these people. I'll get into my thoughts on voting now in a sec, but imagine that, right? For every tenner you have in your pocket, 472 is gone. Just before before you even get to go and do your shopping and all that sort of stuff. Because when we when we think 140 grand, that's genie Mac, they're burning money. But in reality, that's not rich anymore. This is not the eighties. Cup of coffee. And I think that's lost on a lot of people because the the kind of lower and middle earners have been just getting damaged over the years. So the idea of uh, minimizing the liability for someone 30 grand and under, great idea. But, you know, increasing the tax on someone on 140 is just bananas because they're already paying nearly 70 grand, nearly half. Now, you might turn around and go, well, it's still 70 grand, round figures. You go, yeah, that's a lot of money. But they earned 140. So they have to work twice as hard for that for that money. So like, you know, the I tell you what, let's do the equivalent, right? So 30 grand is the magic number, right? Uh, and again, I really should have prepared, but I didn't, as we know. Uh, so on 30 grand, that's 14,400. Now I know, I'm, of course, you're not going to have the same percentage on 30 grand as you would at 140. My point is just to show 140 isn't rich anymore. I'm far from rich. You know, lucky to be in a house barely paying a mortgage forever. I'm not rich, but I'm not going to get any benefits from Sinn Féin. Because in their eyes, I'm nearly rich. You know what I mean? It's this class warfare that they're building. So here's my theory. Because the only reason I'm bringing this up is because it's nonsense. It's it's cheap. It's childish. It's treating the electorate like babies, and a lot of people fall for this, and it's it's upsetting. Uh, you look at the Green Party. They they were out canvassing before they even released a manifesto. Like, what are they doing? The Green Party are still recovering from being part of the 
government that tore our country's arse off. You know? And it, it's it's just not, they're not an option. Fianna Fáil, Fianna Gael are the same. Whether you like them or not, do your research. That's, I wouldn't agree or disagree with either way of going with them. But here's my thoughts on voting, right? I'm going to finish with this because this is the the controversial part, the thing that annoys people when I talk, aside from my general conversation. If you think of a vote as our most important currency, if you think of it as money, we don't go to the shop and buy gone-off milk because it's there and there's no other milk on the shelf. Do you get what I mean? So, you know, there are people who will vote because they want to keep Sinn Féin out or they want to keep Fianna Fáil out or they want to keep Fianna Gael out. They're not voting for any of these three because they believe in them and their policies and their their politicians and how they deliver their message. They're not doing that. So they're buying gone-off milk. And the reason we are in the position of the main two parties is because we've been voting for gone-off milk for 100 years. Now, in terms of amendments and things like that for constitution, that's mandatory voting. That's There's no question on that. Eighth Amendment, gay marriage, divorce, all this sort of stuff, it's mandatory. But when you're voting for a human, you're voting for a product. You're buying something. And I know a lot of us buy too many pints, but we don't buy gone-off milk because we know it's it's not good for us. And yet we will vote for Sinn Féin just to keep Fianna Fáil and Fianna Gael out. That's buying gone-off milk. So let me know what you think. That was just a, a quick political rant. It's upsetting, but there you go. Um, if, you, if you do your research and someone is saying something that you believe in, agree with, vote for them. Don't vote for anyone else. There's, if there's 12 people on the, on the thing, there's no way you care about anyone past number one. If you do 1 to 12, I think you're insane. In reality, it should be 1. People say, oh, people died for your vote. Yeah, people died for me not to waste my vote. Oh, well, if you don't vote, you can't, you can't complain. Nonsense. You voted for the wrong reasons. You don't deserve a voice to complain. If I do my research and nobody is doing something that's going to make my life, my family's life any better, I will not buy what they're selling. I don't care if it's to keep someone out, keep someone in. I don't care. Because in reality, whatever the government is, I still have to get up and go to work like everybody else on a Monday morning, sit in commute traffic, sit on the train and try and navigate life. doesn't matter who's in government, really, because they're all the same. But don't buy gone-off milk. Don't fall for cheap election tactics like everyone who makes 140 grand is rich. Don't fall for the, if you're in 30 grand in that wage range, you can't get out. Of course you can. There's no quick fixes. If they give you a tax break, they're going to take it somewhere else. Do the research. Have a look around. If we always do what we always did, we always get what we always got. So if, if there's no product out there worth buying, don't buy any product. Let me know what you think. Ireland at gmail.com. This will be up on thecouchpunitireland.com. Do share it around if you enjoy it. Um, if you want to publicly 
uh, <laughs> dispute what I'm saying. Uh, I'm on Facebook, the Couch Pundit Ireland. You can you can insult me on a public forum, which I know makes everyone feel better. Uh, even though you know, if you're sitting beside someone, chances are you wouldn't say a word. Uh, but I do welcome conversation. Let me know if my thoughts on politics are completely off, nearly right, nowhere near right. Um, but yeah, look, what day is today? Tuesday. We're we're rolling into an election week. We we we're we're voting on Saturday. Uh, Ireland are playing Wales on Saturday. Um, just do your research. Don't don't just blindly vote. Because it's really really important, and if if they're selling you gone off milk, don't buy gone off milk. <laughs>